0: Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Networking and Marketing Made Simple. Super excited for today's episode and also super excited to announce. Um, I know it's been a couple of weeks since we wrapped on one of our other workshops, but uh, I am happy to announce that starting two weeks from today, so that is July 24th through July 27th, Nancy and I are gonna be doing our three day plus a one day bonus Q&A. So it's a four day content creation workshop. We call it our simple content creation workshop. We're gonna teach you all about the simplistic ways of how you can position yourself through your content in a very simple manner by identifying your content buckets, understanding what pillar content is, how to create micro content, how to repurpose, all of those things are going to be taught over those three plus one bonus day. It is from 1 to 2 p.m. EDT, live and recorded. These are lunch and learn sessions. So if you would like to register, you don't have to go too far. Just head to the description of this episode, click on the link, get registered, and we hope to see you there. Now, along the lines of that is (laughs) what we're talking about in today's episode, which are the three best forms of content that get the most engagement on LinkedIn. Now, what I will say is that everyone's network looks different, which means everyone's connections look different, which means people will engage differently. But what I will share with you is this from the standpoint of what I see through my network, my clients' networks and others that I'm connected to. Obviously there are so many different types of content that you can create, articles, newsletters, polls, posts, videos, pictures, documents, all those things. There are three for me personally, when leveraged the right way, continue to drive organic engagement week in, week out. Where my impressions, which are obviously the amount of times that your content is shown in a given week, sometimes 20 to 30,000 impressions in a given week for my content. And again, this isn't a comparison game, this isn't uh, about a vanity metric, but uh, facts are friendly. So when LinkedIn is giving you this information and letting you know, hey, you know, your impressions are up. Your impressions are down. This is what's getting the most engagement. This is what you should be producing more of. Obviously, it's important to acknowledge that. So here are my three best types of content that get the most quality organic engagement on LinkedIn. Number one, LinkedIn newsletters. So I've, I've done podcast episodes and talks about this before, but newsletters are in in my opinion, an anomaly on LinkedIn. And you may be wondering, well, why, why would you consider them an anomaly? Well, they look no different than a LinkedIn article. So if you've written a LinkedIn article, there is no difference between writing a LinkedIn article and a LinkedIn newsletter from an aesthetic point of view. They, they look the same. Where they differentiate is the analytic and engagement side of things, meaning the analytics, the the amount of people that engage, see, view, all that stuff. So just to kind of give you a, a marker of what I'm getting at, for the articles that I used to write prior to the newsletter that I started on LinkedIn called LinkedIn Tips and Updates, Uh, I'm approaching 7,300 subscribers, which I'm very grateful for. I would get maybe 25, 35, maybe 100 impressions uh, or views of uh, of that article. And just to kind of give you an example, with my newsletter on a a, a bad week, because I I do a newsletter edition every Friday, on a bad week, I'll get 2,000 views that's that's on a bad week. And again, that's uh, about 30%, is that 30%? About 30, 30% of my following of my newsletter. Now, what I'll say to you is this, how that's possible, there's two specific reasons why and how that's possible. Number one, when you create your newsletter on LinkedIn, so you have to have creator mode turned on, we've talked about this before. When you turn creator mode on, it gives you the accessibility to start and create a newsletter by just going onto the homepage on LinkedIn, going to write an article and you'll see a little button that says, create a newsletter, you name it, description it, put a picture to it. And then you can hit start uh, start newsletter. Here's the cool thing. LinkedIn does two things for you. Number one, what they do is they send an invitation out on your behalf to every single connection you have to subscribe to your newsletter on your behalf. So you don't have to invite people to it. It's, it automatically happens. So when I launched my newsletter, I had a thousand subscribers in a matter of an hour because it sent it out to all my, my, my connections and those that wanted to subscribe, subscribed right away. The other cool thing is this, Uh, alongside that, every time you make a new connection on LinkedIn, so whether you're accepting a connection or you're sending and someone's accepting, as soon as that person accepts or you accept, there's an invitation sent to that new connection to subscribe to your newsletter. That's an automation that LinkedIn has set up on their end for your growth of your newsletter. The other thing is LinkedIn will send a personal email to every single subscriber of your newsletter. So as soon as you publish that newsletter, your LinkedIn not only sends a notification to your subscribers that a new one has come out, but they email your subscriber saying, hey, Scott's written a new newsletter edition. Here's an example, join the conversation on LinkedIn. So via email, it invites people to your conversation. So if you do it the right way, you will get continual growth of your subscribers of your newsletter, but also you you will get continual increased visibility. That's number one. The second piece of content that gets the most organic engagement, LinkedIn live videos. I don't know how many times at this point I have talked about LinkedIn Live video, but I love it. Now, what I'll say is this there are some LinkedIn Lives that I will do, and there'll be 12, 13, 20 people on there live with me. Uh, there's others will just be two or three. Doesn't matter. It's organic engagement. You are creating a barrier of entry for someone to meet you, to know you, to like you, to trust you. You're forging that that connection, but also that future relationship from a business perspective that you want to have with that person. So when you're on there live and you're providing value-added content, you're educating, you're informing. And people can see you, they can feel you, they can hear you. Now, you know people say that getting on video is one of the scariest things in the world. Well yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. the first time you do it, anything you do for the first time is scary. Think about the first time that you're driving somewhere and you have the directions. you're going somewhere brand new, you pump the directions into your GPS or Google Maps or ways. It, it tells it's telling you the exact coordinates of where you need to go, but yet, every single piece of direction you're 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 slowing down, you're looking at signs, did we miss our turn? It's a little scary. It's a little nerve-wracking. But after you do that first drive, it almost becomes second nature, just like doing video. So if you really want to take advantage of the organic engagement side of things on LinkedIn, you'll start doing linkedin live videos and again much like linkedin newsletters you have to leverage uh creator mode first by turning it on second you need to use a streaming service such as restream or Streamyard, which i love that's what i recommend streamyard.com and you connect it to your linkedin profile and you can go live and you can do linkedin live events you can create um you could create uh, engagement posts that are telling people that you're going live, all those things. So that's number two. And finally, number three, LinkedIn polls. Again, I've talked about this multiple times, and I'm really happy to, to say that I see more people now than ever doing it the right way. I think there was a... a a time period on LinkedIn when the poll feature was released that people were using the polls just like they would Facebook and Instagram. I mean, just more personal type stuff. When do you put your Christmas tree up? How do you take your coffee? Are you a dog or cat person? It's stuff that did not relate to business. LinkedIn poll questions are strictly for market research. It, it It's for you to find out what people are struggling with, what they need help with, and how you can solve some of their problems. So when you're on LinkedIn, I recommend doing one poll question a week that specifically targets and centers around a known point of struggle, a a known point of pain, a hole, a gap, a bottleneck in the eyes of the client avatar that you are looking to engage with. So just to kind of give you an example, i I did a poll this past weekend, and I just asked my audience, you know outside um you know of you know regular business and networking, how do you take in your personal and business development um you know YouTube or video, uh, audiobooks, uh podcasts, you know something like that and again, people said different things, but that tells me. Not so much a pain point, but if there's a popular answer, I can kind of go over maybe some of the unpopular, maybe a reason why people should be listening to podcasts more, why people should be watching tutorials on YouTube more, why people should be reading physical books more, why people should have an Audible account, stuff like that. But you can also ask other questions like, what are you struggling most with your business right now? Leads, money, consistency. Now that is a very specific question that is is prompting specific answers of pain by the person that's in your network. And again, if someone reveals, "Oh, I'm struggling with leads." Then you know that if the struggle of generating leads is the most popular response. That means it's a known area of struggle, which means you can then come back over the top and create further content that speaks to the pain point that they revealed to you that they had in those market research polls. And I'll do a personal poll within my personal page on LinkedIn, and then I'll do two in private groups. I mean, it's hands down, I get at least 200 to 300 votes combined between the three. And it's incredible the engagement, the networking opportunities, but also the relationship building. So not only does it get great engagement, but it's really helping to get you visible on the platform. So again, the three best forms of content on LinkedIn that get the most engagement organically, LinkedIn newsletters, LinkedIn live and LinkedIn polls. And again, don't forget if you would like to attend our free four-day simple content creation workshop from July 24th to July 27th from 1 to 2 p.m. EDT live and recorded replays available till that Sunday, which is July 30th. Just drop below to the description of this episode, click on the link, and we hope to see you there. So everyone enjoy the rest of your day, love and gratitude, and I'll talk to you next time.